that's not going in the intro. <laughs> Hey, welcome back to Not So Southern Gentlemen. I am Ricky. And I'm Sean. Man. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Is it, is it's it getting crazy. Just... Everybody, everybody's thinking. I guess you know everything's fine, <laughs> and it's gotten crazy at work. So whew. we're all good here. But uh, we're fine. we're good. How we're enjoying you? the weekends. That's what I'm doing. I'm awesome. We got. I have a beautiful looking yard. A uh, a happy wife and um nice i'm, so, I'm, so I'm doing that's, okay that's all you need i've got some amazing stuff coming in that's and but let's talk about some amazing news so this okay. mandalorian <laughs> i love okay. this show um yeah we me and logan actually pulled up the first episode and i sat and watched it with him again i really really like this show yeah, I mean, you know, Mandalorian's the future of Star Wars right now. That's that's the hope we have to uh, grow on. That's the the hope we have to hold on to. That you know that we keep getting quality Star Wars stuff. Right now, doesn't really uh, lean me towards the movies. You know, the the movie, the the second trilogy, the sequel trilogy. Uh, now that it's complete, you know. It is what it is, and you know, uh, no matter how much we complain about it, that that's the way it is. And so, I choose to uh, follow Mando, and uh, this is the way. Let's let's follow that path. It's this got is the good way. Juice is going, and let, let's just keep following that. You know, well, the, the apparently stories seem to be there, and they can lead to many more. Yeah, and apparently that's exactly what Disney's doing. I mean, we already talked about uh, Ahsoka being in, you know, Rosario Dawson playing Ahsoka in Mandalorian. We talked about uh, Starbuck herself, Katie Sackhoff being uh, Bo-Katan. We got news this week that Timothy Oliphant joins the cast. Oh my gosh. That is crazy. Of course, my son was like, who? It's like, well, there's a series called Justified, and you know, and and several other things that he's been in, and he's an amazing actor. And the fact that they're putting him in, and we don't know the role yet, I'm super excited. Like, I don't know. Like, he may probably the bad guy. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I well, think I mean, this month he usually plays a bad guy role, so I, I'm fine with that. <sighs> oh, I, I'm I'm just super excited. I want this to have. I want this to be here already you'll get it you'll get it in october i believe you know um i i don't think i've seen any delays on uh mando season two so i think we should still be looking at october you know yeah they were finished filming and they so they all they have to do is the uh, special effects stuff nice they've got that down but you've got some related news don't you oh yes uh i had read on screen rant right before uh, we got on. They don't know if it'll be animated or live action, but it looks like Ahsoka possibly will be getting her own Disney Plus series. That would be awesome. I, I think, you know, more than likely we would probably get animated. But, you know, if the budget is there and they think the audience is there, we could get an Ahsoka live action. But my money's on animated. How about you? Well, I think I think live action. Be if you're if you're casting Rosario uh, to come in, I, I think they're doing a a well, what do they call it? A backdoor pilot for um, the Ahsoka series. I mean, and it's the smart move because first of all, they're giving people what they want with Mandalorian, getting that Boba Fett image, and then actually introducing Boba Fett, bringing one of the most popular characters ever created, not in the original series you know, uh, a snuck in here and there's no Jedi in Mandalorian whatsoever. So I think they wanted to give some time back away, see if this will work. If it does work, let's introduce, you know, we're done with the Skywalker stuff, but here is one of our most popular characters ever besides them. Let's see if this works, you know, and they could, that's exactly what I want to happen. I want them to take other characters and tell amazing stories. Let's tell the rest of Ahsoka's story. Maybe we'll have 
you know, three seasons of whatever that means, and that would be wonderful. Um, yeah. It, it, it could go anywhere, and it, it could be animated, don't get me wrong. Uh, but I feel if they make it animated that they need to go with the original voice actress um, for Ahsoka. Uh, right. Just because, you know, that's that's the different worlds. I mean, they just finished season seven. I, I wouldn't see a reason not to, you know, people love her as well as her character. And then live action, just be Rosario. That's, that's fine. I mean, that's awesome. You know, you can have, right. you know, voice actors do, I mean, you don't have like, uh, what's his face? Qui-Gon Jinn doing the voice on the, on the show and that kind right. of thing. But I think live action. You I mean, go live action. Mandalorian I mean, I is love it. yeah. Love Mandalorian it. is so popular. I mean, why not? That that's fine with me. I, I mean, I'm all for more live action stuff, but it's just making sure the story is right so that uh, there's an audience that follows. Right. And speaking of audiences following, um, Matt Ryan, who plays Constantine on Legends of Tomorrow, is campaigning to be in this part of um, the dark. Justice, Justice League series uh, that they're doing over, uh, is it HBO or Showtime or something? I believe so. Yeah. HBO. HBO. I think. Um, all for that. He is live action Constantine for me. That's that's perfect. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Let, let's make it, that happen. You know, yeah. Um, they, they need to do that. They need to stick with what works. Not and... that I have anything against Keanu if they do, because there were rumors flying that Keanu may come back for it. Yeah. You know, I'd be fine with that as well. Yeah, but I'd really, I'd really like to see Matt Ryan because Matt Ryan is Constantine out of the comics. He just is. I I liked Constantine the movie. I liked Keanu's take on it, just fine. But it's it's right. like Matt Ryan is the Constantine Constantine stepping out of the comic. Um, so just stick with that. So that's that's yeah, where I, that's that, where I lean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would go with that. I mean, I, I liked Keanu's Constantine as well, but stick with Matt Ryan. Go with the one out of the comic. That way all the other characters should fall right into place. And I put this out of order, but I, to go right back to Mandalorian, have you seen any of the Disney Gallery series uh, behind... Basically, it's behind this. They're going to do this for a lot of things. It's The series is called Disney Gallery. Uh, this season is behind the scenes of Mandalorian. So it's like John Favreau and the directors around talking, or John Favreau and the actors, like Carl Weathers and uh, you know Gina Carano and uh, Pedro Pascal, you know, sitting around talking about their roles, how they got them, their mindset, and all that kind of thing. It's right. it's really interesting to watch, um, you know, and and. If you like how the sausage is made kind of stuff, this is definitely your thing. And since it's Star Wars, I love it. Love it. Love John Favreau. Love the people making the series. Dave Filoni's in there. That guy needs to do everything Star Wars moving forward. It just needs to happen. They need to give that guy a movie. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I need to check this out. I like the behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, I love it when, you know... Um, on most of the Marvel movies, you know, I've watched the director's commentary and stuff like that. So the fact that we're getting access uh, on a series level to something like Mando is awesome. I'd definitely check that out. Well, if you're if you're on the fence about it, you're like, well, I don't know. I'm, that's not my kind of thing. Go to YouTube and look up Dave Filoni talking about Phantom Menace. Because it, it's from that series. It's, there's like a five-minute clip of him just breaking down... Uh, the Duel of Fates and how it all narratively works and all the meanings behind stuff. This this guy is the lore guy. This is your guy that will talk about like Lord of the Rings all the way through the Similarian and do all the connective tissue. He is that guy for Star Wars. <laughs> And nice. it is enthralling. Like everybody, like it, it, it's all in the round. I mean, there's all these people sitting around the table, and they all just stop and listen to him describe, you know, all the character work and storylines and everything that goes from here to here, and it all makes sense. And it makes you look at some of those movies in a different light because he's a hundred percent correct. 
and he has so much care about what he's talking about and everything, that guy is one of us who who can do it right. Nice. Stick with him. Keep audience. Keep keep people like that making choices. And you'll end up with great stuff. We talked this, what, two or three weeks ago when Chris Vint did his video uh, on his top Marvel films. And I was like, we should do that. We've never done that. Good Lord. Thanks for the shout out to Chris Vint. Man, top of the video. Yeah, absolutely. Incredible stuff. Incredible stuff, you know. Uh, Chris does a great job. He hit eight eight years on uh, YouTube this week. Uh, Did you see his uh, video that came out? I was the top comment, sir. <laughs> oh, was it? Where? Where? Oh, you were the top comment. Oh, see, by the time I was there, there were there were other comments. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I'm sorry. I just didn't didn't notice that. I did. You know, I noticed. I gave yours a thumbs up. Gosh. <laughs> anyway, uh, Chris, eight years on YouTube. Congratulations. And now we're going to do. Uh, this may take us a bit, but we're going to do our top 23 Marvel films from worst to first. Uh, Rick, I think we should go in like, you know, if we did them uh, four at a time. Do do four at a time. You do four. I'll do four. We can uh, see what the differences are between each other's uh, sets and just have a little back and forth between those. And uh, I- I'm excited. I honestly, I will tell you this. I came in here, and you had called and said, you better do that. I thought to myself, yeah, I need to go get ready for the podcast. So I come in here, I open up a documents thing, and I'm like, well, I want some background noise, so I'm going to put on a YouTube video I want to watch. I watched that YouTube video until right before I opened Skype, because I totally forgot that I had to put 23 films in order. So I numbered 23 to 1 and filled it up immediately. It took me less than five minutes to do this list, and I straight up stand by it. I love it. I love the way it turned out. I'm ready to do a comparison. Well, let's start at the beginning then. Uh, you want to go for the top four? Iron Man 3. <laughs> Iron Man 3 comes in at your 20. All right, sorry. I will wait. I will hold comment until you do your four. Incredible Hulk. Yes. Avengers Age of Ultron. Okay. And Thor the Dark World. Nice. Nice. So, my <laughs> uh, number 23 is Thor Dark World. Number 22 would be Captain Marvel. Number 21, The Incredible Hulk. (laughs) And number 20, Iron Man 3. (laughs) Uh, It's funny. I just couldn't imagine it on the bottom, but I could definitely imagine it at number 20. So that's pretty funny. Hmm. Uh, You know, we we have a lot of similarities. Three of our four are the same. Uh, Well, let's... It's just... Those movies, you know, you, you have the Hulk which is at the bottom of the list, honestly, due to continuity issue and the feel, you know, uh, Ed Norton just never was, I don't, I don't know. Uh, when I go back and rewatch it, I can totally get the feeling that it, there's not chemistry there. Once you see Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk, you're, you, you instantly realize that Ed Norton was not the, the chemistry makeup for the Incredible Hulk. You know, Thor Dark World, good story, badly told. I guess you could say that. Well, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, that, that, I, I just, Thor Dark World's one that I, I really wish would be better. I wish you could go back and do a remake of that one because I really feel that that could be a fun, interesting movie. And I never watch it. I really never watch it. Uh, the other day, I basically forced myself to watch it and still found myself getting up and going to the kitchen just to avoid watching it because of how boring it is. <laughs> what about... Uh, let, let's, let's keep this moving. Let's hear... What? What you got? I haven't Whoa, talked about goes. mine, you goofy. Say, <laughs> you say, do a dissertation and then we skip over my part? No. All right. 
I'm just waiting. I'm waiting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds like. All right. Iron Man 3. First of all, let me start by saying this list is in no way horrible to great. I think no. all of these movies are worth your money. I think they're all good to great. Uh, but the worst of the good, Iron Man 3. And I'll tell you why. It was it was disappointing that... Don't get me wrong. I like Shane Black. I think he's a great director. But they tried to pull off a niche director vision of a movie. Much like... Um, well, we, we won't go there. But, I mean... It, they 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 didn't stick to their formula. They didn't go, hey, this is our Marvel vision. Let's do it this way. Instead, they went, let's do a breakdown story of you know taking a character down to its very base, building it back up without you know having to come back from with minimal stuff, and let's do a you know pull the rug out from underneath the audience halfway through. And don't get me wrong, there are some movies that works to a T. There are some movies that are wonderful with surprises. This movie, the character breakdown of Iron Man, just... I understand what he was wanting to go to, and I, I enjoyed the story. But, I mean, he's Iron Man. He needs his suit. He, he needs to mm -hmm. be... It's part of him. I mean, you don't... Oh, well, we have Robert Downey Jr. You need to see his face and body the whole time. You know, that, that's kind of what it felt like. And, of course, we didn't do that in the other two movies. Why would you do it in this one, of course? Well, we were being different. Um, don't get me wrong. Performances were great. Everything. All the performances were fine. I have a problem yeah. with what they did with that part of it. Like, they kept him out of the suit. And it was very noticeable they were doing it on purpose. Um, I like I liked the kid. I liked that part. Uh, him and Robert Downey Jr. being Robert Downey Jr. Wonderful. Um, the rug pulling out from underneath you. I of course the Mandarin is one of my favorite all time bad guys, and he wasn't in this movie at all. Um, not that I have a problem with Ben Kingsley either. Ben Kingsley is a great actor. Love the guy. Um, you know, and the Mandarin that the quote unquote Mandarin he did before he became. Not the Mandarin. Um, spoiler alert. <laughs> was was okay. Um, and I, I like uh, what was what was his name? Uh, da da ah, help me out, Sean. The bang bad guy, Killian. Um, yeah, guy, guy, or... guy, guy Pierce. Um, guy Pierce. Yeah. yeah, and and they they connected it right. You know, Yensen was in there and everything. It's just this movie didn't feel like any of the other movies. It, it felt kind of separate and compartmentalized, much like my next movie, Incredible Hulk. Incredible Hulk, I love that movie. I like Ed Norton. I lamented the fact that they changed actors. But it, on rewatching and rewatching, this is not a movie I immediately reach for. I don't really have a problem with the movie. It, it's told well. It has a great story. Liv Tyler's in it. Um... You know, and Edward Norton does a great job in it. The breathing techniques and stuff. His take on Bruce. Um, the action. The the Hulk himself. General Ross. You know, um, uh, the Abomination. The leader. All, all that stuff in there is really good. It just... Yeah. It's not something I can quite put my finger on. It's just not a movie I reach for when I go to watch a movie. Uh, and then, of course, Avengers 2... You know, had its had its shaky parts. Have parts of it I love to death. You know, the Hulkbuster armor's in there. Um, the uh, Scarlet Witch, Quicksilver in there. We get there's some great lines out of that movie. We get the most significant part of Endgame pays off from this movie, <laughs> where everybody's tried to lift the hammer. The Stan Lee cameo is great. There's a lot of things in that movie to absolutely love. And it, it just didn't didn't work out. And we all know that, you know, Joss Whedon had all those issues on this. This was his last Marvel movie. And that's that's why it's what's well, why it's sitting there. And then my I fourth agree. one, uh, 
Thor 2, it's just not a blockbuster. There's nothing wrong with the movie. Yeah. It's a good movie. It's a good story. It's just... The, what they were doing with Thor, I think they didn't quite have a direction on. They're like, well, he speaks like this, and well, uh, Chris Hemsworth is great to look at, and he's a good actor, and all these people are doing their job, and it's it's just kind of running the mill, and and Marvel Marvel's not quite running the mill, <laughs> but uh, yeah. that's that's kind of where those sit. All right, next four, let's hear it. No, you do for yours. Let me let me hear it. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, my number nineteen is Thor, the uh, first Thor movie. Eighteen is Age of Ultron. Seventeen, Iron Man two, and sixteen, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, oh, mm, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, you ready for mine? Yeah, yeah. Let's hear hear your number. Hear, hear your. Favorite. All right, Iron Man two. Captain Marvel, Ant-Man 2, or Ant-Man and the Wasp, and Ant-Man. Wow, so you got both your Ant-Mans in side by side. Uh, I do. I mean, they're they're pretty much the same movie. I mean, Iron Man 2, I really do like. Uh, it's got the Silver Centurion armor. I, I love the bad guy in it. Um, yes. And like I said, these are, you know, these are just... I mean, how do you place them? I mean, all this middle ground yeah. basically is e- every movie that's on here. Um, oh, I know. Captain I know. I know. Captain Marvel is, you know, is a good movie. Um, I can't believe you have it that high up, though. I really am shocked at that. Well, I mean, it's 18 on the li- 18 out of 23. That's not that high up. I know, I know. 18 isn't that high up, but I am surprised you have it I that mean, high up. I mean, Nick Fury's in that movie. And, um, you know, so? Agent Coulson's in that movie. And I love those guys. And uh, but it Jude also Law. And, <laughs> and, no, and, and the movie on actress. the... Um, I, I just have a little bit of, I don't know, humanity. Like, sh- show some emotion. Just a little. Just a little. Feel... I don't know. I think I think, I think that movie is held up. Uh, if you're just focusing on Brie Larson's performance, yeah, it is a little it is a little frigid, but the rest of the movie around her is supported so well. I mean, it's it's. I think it deserves to be higher up on the list. All right, I'll, I'll let you go for it. Uh, and you uh, seem to uh, seem surprised by uh, the the. The numbers in mine, where one of them catch you off guard. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy being that low, not only uh, do I not agree with that, but I don't know how you put it that low. I I would think this would be in your top four. Be, be, it, it's just because my others are... It, it's like you said, you know, the, the awesomeness starts very early on and my my next ones will trust me they're uh well see what, specifically what, guardians of the galaxy the music uh the actors the performances that did catch me off guard because i this oh, knowing I, you I this knowing movie. you this movie would almost be at number one so that just kind of crushes me <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just have it. I, it, it just where it fell. You know, it's just where it fell. Um, let's let let's keep the keep them going and give me your next four. Give me you go first. Give me All your right. next four. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, Avengers, Thor, and Spider Man Far From Home. Now, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two is almost right in the middle here. And I mm-hmm. feel like I need to explain that a little. Uh, it, it's I love that we got Ego, the Living Planet, in there. Something there's a little bit too much goofiness to that movie, and I don't, I don't mean know, man. Oh, no, 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 no. I mean like so all the all the planet where the gold people are is like a video game to these people. <laughs> I mean they're all acting like they're in the arcade playing shoot 'em ups. Um, and Ego is a bit over the top. I mean, he, I mean, I love Kurt Russell. Love him. And that's his shtick. He is over the top. Big Trouble in Little China, the most over the top movie you've ever seen in your life. And I love it. 
it, it's just uh, there's there's something that's kind of not jiving for me in that movie. But like I said, don't get me wrong, I love the movies that are in this spot. But I will I I digress. Avengers directly in the center. You know, if right. if you know this was eight years ago, it might be number one. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, it, it's the first one. It's the one we got everybody put together. It is. You know, you look back on it. So whenever I went and watched Avengers again recently with my son, because he was just watching the movies, right? it feels kind of small. It, but at the time it came out, it was the hugest thing. It was the biggest thing ever. And it mm-hmm. felt small. Like it was just, oh, look, it's just the five or six of them. <laughs> and, oh, I know. Oh, look, it's just the Chitauri army. That's it. It's just Loki. <laughs> I just I just watched it today, I, and I'll admit it, it holds up though. It's incredible. Yes, I it does. It does movie. hold up. It still gives you you know those those first moments that uh, uh, you know the on the helic seeing the helicarrier power up for the first time, you know seeing Thor and Iron Man t- and uh, Captain America together for the first time. Uh, you know that's I'm always angry. Um, Thor. Uh, those first movies hold a place in my heart. I mean, the first time you see Thor, by God, that is Thor. It is Thor. It is the comic Thor. That's what we're doing. It is Odin's on there, and he's played by played by Anthony Hopkins. And, you know, first Tom Hiddleston. And he just knocks it out of the park. And there's frost giants, and there's a six-legged horse that Odin comes flying in on off the Bifrost. I mean, it's just... Oh my God! <laughs> it is pure, and, and of course, Stellan Skarsgård is there, going, "This is all crazy. This is." And of course, he's great. He's wonderful. And then we have Spider-Man: Far From Home, the first Spider-Man appearance on my list. I, I, I feel I'm, I'm, I might need to explain why it's so why it's lower on the list, but man, I love that movie. I absolutely love it. It, it is a great movie. It is a great movie. Um, what you got? All right. I'll, I'll, I'll go with my next four. Um, I'm going with Wait, Ant-Man is and this, the Wasp. Is this the four that's matching mine since I went first, or yeah, are you yeah, skip it? Yeah, okay. Yeah, these are the next four. This is uh, 15, 14, 13, and 12. Gotcha. And, uh, well, uh, yeah, I'm going with Ant-Man and the Wasp, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Ant-Man, and Captain America First Avenger. Not too shabby. I uh I I really enjoy the Ant Man movies. I, I probably have to justify why they are as high as they are. I, I love both no, Ant Man movies. No, I don't think uh, so. Paul Rudd. My Yeah, Paul Rudd is absolutely incredible. My my son and I love the Ant Man movies. We the what I love about them is they're a great story and yet they're so goofy. I mean, incredibly goofy, over-the-top goofy, Luis. almost on on the point of being a comedy, really. You know, a, a situational comedy, and yet it's incredible superhero film. I, I love both Ant-Man movies. Uh, Guardians Volume 2 makes its way uh, to number 14. You know, I, I love the second one. I honestly love the second one more than the first one. I, I am I'm sorry if that disappoints anybody or upsets anybody. I love the second one though. Uh, just the cohesiveness of the team by then. The the scene with Rocket and the Ravengers is one of my favorite scenes in Marvel. I mean, I, I know there's great scenes. There are. But when I think of scenes I enjoy it's Rocket versus the Ravagers, and that just cracks me up. It's hilarious. It's a great scene. Straight up something you would see frame by frame out of a comic. And I love it. I love it. Um, Captain America First Adventure makes its way at number 12. You know, it. I, I watched it first thing this morning. Uh, I was watching that at like 8.30 this morning, First Avenger. So obviously it is even at number 12 it is high in my rotation of Marvel films. I love it. It is Joe Johnson's creme de la creme, absolutely incredible stuff, you know. No, that's absolutely. the that's know, the rocketeer, I know, sir. I, I I know I know you'll have super kind words for Captain America First Avenger, so you know, uh let, let's let's move on. What uh what do you have for us next? 
Well, we're going to go with uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1, Doctor Strange, and Captain America First Avenger. Four higher on my list than yours. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming uh, was a great, wonderful standalone for, for him, you know, especially with Robert Downey Jr. showing up in that movie as much as he was. Um Terrific movie. I mean, rewatchable as any of my children and myself will will grab that first and and, and rewatch it anytime. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Volume One, is right here, uh, close to the top, uh, because just for the reasons I said earlier, why I think you'd love it is definitely why I love it. Uh, I mean, the first time that's the movie that I'll always remember. That's the watershed part where we're all going. Guardians of the Galaxy is that going to work? Oh, you're doing the the 2000s version of the Guardians? Uh oh, I don't know. I mean, I've got that comic, but I don't know. I don't know. Like that was right in the middle of uh, Annihilation, and like we got Rocket Raccoon. I don't know. How is this going to work? And boy, howdy, did they did they prove that it worked and that. I'm I'm trusting Marvel yeah, with their decisions. It. Yes, nailed it, nailed it. Um, Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange is lower on my list than I like it. Uh, I really love Doctor Strange. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch yes. as that character is a match made in heaven. Uh, it is it's wonderful. Just as much as he sinks into the role of uh, uh, Sherlock Holmes, uh, even more so Doctor Strange. I mean, he's just born to play that role. And I love that movie. Uh, Messing with time and and uh, uh, Wong is great. Uh, I mean, uh, Chewie Tell Edge of the Four as Mordo is is just a, a a genius decision. And I really like the ancient one. Um, I, 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 that movie so that movie fires on all cylinders. Um, you know, it's not super full of action, but I mean, it starts off with great. I mean, it's great magic. Uh, and it's hard. We don't have many movies with wonderful magic. I mean, even even the Harry Potter movies. There's only one or two amazing wizarding fights, and and the earliest one is in um, Order of the Phoenix or whatever, wherever uh, Dumbledore squares off against uh, Voldemort. That's the best magic fight in the movie, and it's like oh, like four movies in. <laughs> And um, right. I, I love seeing magic done well on screen because that is that is literally how people refer to this stuff as movie magic. And I, I can't I can't say enough stuff about that movie. And then, of course, Captain America, the first Avenger is higher on my list just because uh, and this is not the last time you'll hear this. The Captain America trilogy of the Marvel Universe is one of the best trilogies ever made. Um, not in epicness. It it's it's below Lord of the Rings. It's below uh, the first Star Wars movies, but it's my the third trilogy. Yeah. It 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 is, yeah. and th- and that's where it will stand. I mean, it will it will take some act of God to move that. So that's that's where yeah. I'm at. What do you got? Oh, coming in at number eleven, uh, we have Doctor Strange. Uh, absolutely love this movie. It, it's always something. Uh, Jax will even be like, I like Doctor Strange. Although when I watch it with Jax, I do have to uh, fast forward, usually to the point that he starts looking for uh, the ancient one. <laughs> uh, he, he doesn't like the story building portion of the movie. He just wants to see the magic. Oh, and man. Get on that. Well, since we're talking about that movie, the the one the most visceral, realistic car wreck I've ever seen is in that movie, and I wince oh, yeah. every time I see that scene. It is just yeah, solid, rough. rough. Yes, uh, number ten, finally cracking the top ten Marvel movies. We have Thor Ragnarok. <clears throat> this movie, this movie gets played if. If y'all only knew, I mean, seriously, honest to God, this movie is probably played more than any other movie in my household. At least once a week, I'm not exaggerating, this movie is probably played in my household. 
it, it's just something that everybody loves and doesn't mind as background noise. Uh, Taika Waititi just kills it with this movie. I love Thor Ragnarok. The, the only reason it's not higher is because the others are just that, that incredible. I, I love, love Thor Ragnarok. Uh, let's see, number nine, Iron Man, the original, the one that started it all, the introduction to RDJ, you know, John Favreau is happy. We, we learn all these base characters, uh, you know, Rhodey, uh, we got a different Rhodey, uh, later on, which I'm fine with that. Uh, you know, love Iron Man, love Iron Man. Number eight for the, my next top four is Black Panther, a movie that isn't just a superhero film. It It is a work of art. It is visually amazing. The story, the story is incredible. Whether you are a comic book fan or not, if you consider yourself a movie buff at all, Black Panther needs to be watched and needs to be viewed. It, it, it's so incredible. Love that movie. Love it. Solid. All right, man. What's your next four? We're going Avengers, the uh, the original, the the one that started the uh, you know the Avengers series. Absolutely love this film. We've discussed that. Spider-Man Homecoming, you knew Spider-Man was going to be high on my list. You knew Spider-Man would be high on my list. I I love Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, one of the best portrayals of Spider-Man, my favorite character, Tom Holland, absolutely steps up to the plate and knocks it a home run in his first solo film, Homecoming. Uh, but number five is where we saw him first. Uh, Captain America Civil War, number five. And number four, the last before my top three, is Spider-Man Far From Home. The I freaking love this movie. I know it's high up. I know it's probably higher than it should be. It no, not for is. you. No, I figured it'd be. I figured they were both. I, th I thought we may be getting to those next. But no, that's I, I see that. Far, far From Home, definitely set and solid at number four incredible spider-man story just every single bit of spider-man goodness you you have you have a spider-man caught in a, a wonky situation you have spider-man almost killing a classmate you have spider-man doubting himself you you have him doing something totally stupid the whole time you're sitting there in the screen, you're like, why, Peter? Why are you doing this? Just the way you would if you were holding the comics back in the day. You're like, look at Peter doing this ridiculousness because that's the way he's done in the comics. And Tom Holland brings that to life. Far from home, solidly at number four on my list. And then we didn't even talk about Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, Mysterio is, man, oh, that, that scene incredible well yeah 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 the that but when he goes full mysterio oh, uh, on the scene yes. it, it's mm -hmm. it's uh, it's a living comic that that is yes that is amazing that movie i may have to move it just for that because it is so a love letter to mysterio in the comics and love it it, it just i, I had mysterio. to i had to set myself aside from normal reality when this movie came out and I started people going, they're like, who's the bad guy? Like, this Mysterio looks like the good guy. I'm like, oh my, okay, nobody. Okay, other people don't know this. Other people don't read comics. I'm fine. Just, just let them go. Just <laughs> it's let them it's go. okay. Yep. They, they, I can, they can have this. I got it. Well, um, yes. mine, let's, let's start with the second Captain America appearance on my list, Captain America Civil War. Uh, this movie does hold a special place in my heart. I mean, just the the pathos of the the end of this movie with uh, Tony and 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 uh, Steve yeah. mm -hmm. going through what you know this everything that Zemo has revealed and you know just he killed my mom. I yeah. mean it. Huh. <laughs> this uh, you, is you such. It. I mean, I mean, 
you're torn. That's what this movie does wonderfully. Is it it tears you in a way that you definitely do not want to be torn. You 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 love Tony. He it's his mom. It's his mom. You, well, it's not gotta, just that. I gotta. mean, this this whole movie. I mean, you, you've put you know, Cap and Tony is a very complicated character on the inside. Like you, at first he's he's easy to go. Oh, I know what he is. He's the rich boy. Blah blah blah. But he has you know issues with his father. He has issues with his mother. And, you know, he has trouble, you know, expressing emotion, dealing with emotion, and, and with his girlfriend and all this kind of thing. And when you start getting into what friendship with Steve means, you know, he was, uh, this was his his father's idol. His father always talked about Captain America. He had, you know, this was probably part of, you know, Tony's growing up. He even says, oh, my dad, you know, wouldn't shut up about meeting you and all this kind of thing. And it's somebody his dad idolized. And so, therefore, Tony probably did at some point idolize Captain America some. And then he meets or the guy. And there, <laughs> But he does resent him. He absolutely resents him. He Steve had a relationship with his father that Tony never had. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Like, he respects him, yeah. but he resents him at the same time. You see bits of that in the Avengers where, you know, they're in direct conflict, first thing, because they're different opinions, different ways of going at stuff. And in this movie, it comes to a head. And Tony, you see, it tears Tony apart that he thought, and he says it, you know, he's my friend. So was I. He, You know, that's how Tony looked at him. And yeah. he takes the side of a man who murdered his mother and father. But his mother, of course. He's he's not really phased by the father part. Yeah. But, uh, you know, yeah. because they had a very complicated relationship. Uh, you know, because they were the same man. Um, and uh, you could do a whole dissertation on, on, on the psychology and what it means. But uh, that that is one of my favorite relationships on screen is, is what goes on in this movie between them. And um, I, I can't make it. If you said, well, why isn't it higher on the list? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I really couldn't tell you. But yep. I have so much respect for this movie. And then, of course, my next one is Iron Man. Just like you said, the one that started it all. The one that, you know, blew, blew everything up. And it, it's wonderful. Um, that first time seeing Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark. I, I mean, it's, it's a thing of, it's a masterpiece. You know, it's a stroke of yeah. genius, and and I cannot not see John Favreau as as the guy who who started this. And uh, oh, yeah. you know, forget Swingers, uh, forget Zathura, forget all of that. John Favreau is the George Lucas of the Marvel Universe for me. Incredible stuff. So then, then we move on to the quality um, of uh, yeah. Thor Ragnarok. This this is the movie that scared me. Because they they were doing exactly what I'm afraid of. They were changing something just to change it. You know, we're going comedy. We're going, you know, uh, we're putting this guy who's who's done, uh, you know, what we do in the shadows, and 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 you're like, what? Wait, this totally now. What what are we doing? Hold what? You're taking a huge risk. Like, there's no way this works. And it worked once again. It's the Guardians of the Galaxy thing. They. They did it. I mean, there are things about the movie that that are off-putting to me personally <laughs> about the shifting in tone. But everything else, you know, taking that out, it is almost a perfect comedy movie. And it should it. not work. It, it should not work because it is not a comedy universe. This is, you know, this movie should not work in that aspect, but it does. It does so well. The, the Planet Hulk storyline they threw in there. And, um... The just the Valkyrie uh, being the way she is, Jeff Goldblum should not work at all because he's just Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> That's all he is, and it's That's wonderful. All he, That's all he has. It's to my be. birthday. That's all Jeff Goldblum <laughs> ever has to be is Jeff Goldblum, and I will love him for it. I will love him for it. The prisoners with jobs. <laughs> <laughs> the just, prisoners with. Trash. Oh my god! Did you just wait to call her trash? Trash doesn't even start with a B. <laughs> <laughs> Booze head. <laughs> oh, but dude, I love it. Anyway, that that movie. That movie. So uh, oh, and well, then, and on and on top of um, 
on top of Thor Ragnarok, there is the amazing soundtrack. Having the Led Zeppelin song, the immigrant song, as every as as the, those two moments in that movie. Mm-hmm. I can't think of I can't think of that song any other way. That is what I see whenever mm-hmm. I hear that come up on my Pandora or wherever I am. I see those moments from Thor Ragnarok. And yeah, uh, so my number four is Black Panther for the same exact same reasons you said. It is a yeah. masterpiece of a movie done in superhero form. And yes. there there there's no way this movie cannot be placed can I, I can't place this movie any lower I, it, I may even need to have to place it higher but i'm just saying that movie is amazing and so, uh, so with your black panther at four we're moving to number three and I, I suggest that we go back and forth you want to go three i yeah, want to go three they're, they're 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 the same three they're the exact same three all right um let let me go first because my mom may surprise you so yeah. my number three is going to be Ooh, it's, it's it. shifting right now. <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Number three. Number three is going to be Infinity War. And Ooh. It, 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 it is. And because, you know, it's it's the top three. I mean, like all of these movies are, are the creme, creme de la creme. Uh, they're mm-hmm. not interchangeable. Don't get me wrong. Um, but Infinity War is... I mean, Thanos is my guy, like my my number yeah. one big bad in the Marvel mm-hmm. universe. Um, I mean, before I discovered Thanos, it was it was Mephisto and Doctor Doom, but whenever they reintroduced Thanos in the '90s, and I and I I got my older comics. Um, I, you know, I found this guy who was chasing the Soul Stones because that's what they were called at the time. And he just had this look about him. I mean, he was this bruiser. He was short. You know, kind of like... He's kind of like an alien version of Wolverine, but a bad guy. I mean, he's like short, and he's purple. He has no eyes. They're all black. And, you know, he had this cool color scheme. And he's like... he's He has this crazy infatuation with death. And, you know, he, something with Thanos just resonated with me. I really liked him yeah. as a bad guy. And luckily, um, you know, nowadays... <laughs> Uh, you know, I collected all of that stuff. Anything Thanos uh, I could get, I, I got at the time. So that turned out really well for me now that it's a movie. But um, <laughs> yeah. Infinity War w- uh, was everything that Avengers was at the time, but amplified. It was mm-hmm. that first, oh my gosh, here is everything, everything. Not just this, not just that. I mean, it's... It's all in the mix. Here we go. We're we're going into this two part story, and it's it's all happening. And and oh my God, it's on the screen in front of me. And this is amazing. And the performances are amazing. And and that uh, I mean, it's 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 just a great movie. Uh, at number three on mine, uh, we're gonna go with Endgame. Ah, Endgame number three. See, number that's three that's what Endgame. moved on me. That's that's where mine moved around because I. My, uh, you know, th- this is the culmination of uh, twenty-three movies. This, this is, this is worthy of being in the top three. This is the top-grossing movie of all time, and I love it. I love everything about this movie, and the only reason. It is at number three on my list and not higher. When I tried to narrow down my top three, I thought, I don't know which order to put these. I, d- I don't. Well, but it's the it's the game, it's he, the. He, he, well, hold on a second. It's it's the Star Wars problem. It's the it's the Empire Strikes Back versus Star Wars. I mean, it's that exact problem. Which one? Which one? <laughs> Empire. Empire. <laughs> that that's easy. I I got that one. No, the reason uh, Endgame is at number three is because it makes me cry. So, therefore, uh, number three, you know, uh, it, it's the only downfall I could think of of this film is it makes me sad. And, therefore, number three. Well, my so, number two I know is... you're number two. I know it. I know it. You do. I know it. Go ahead. I do. I do. I know you're number two. Hmm. Because I? I know you. I, I, I know you too well. I know you're number one. 
All right. Well, it's in game. Uh, number wait. two is in game. Number two is in game. Number yeah, two is in game. And because gotcha. I mean, not because of it's lacking anything, because my number one has right. has extra stuff. But in game, well, first of all, Infinity War is a, is a masterstroke ending the way it does. Um, and in game starting the way it does, it is. It's just rocket fuel. It is what we love, rocket fuel, all the way through. Not by action, not by... But, I mean, it's a, it's a gestalt of everything. Everything put together make this movie greater than the sum of everything that came before it. Because, I mean, it is the resolution to everything that's gone on these past however many years. These 23 movies. And it is... The fact that they pulled it off in such a respectful and and amazing and and crafted way, it just makes it even better. I mean, it's it's better because it's better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I, this movie deserves so much. I mean, it it gets played and played and played at, at our house. I mean, more than more than Infinity War. It's just you know that that performance that that fight that that moment that um heartbreak that you know er- it has everything um you know even the ronin um stuff even the 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 black widow stuff the uh, the thanos thing the 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 cap thing the the thor thing the, the the rocket it's things the 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 I mean, it's just uh, it it has everything. I mean, it it deserves number two, and I I don't know that anything could ever unseat the num our three top picks. But speaking of, we're both at number one, and I I think that well, I'm means at, I'm at number we're, two. I'm at number two. Well, we've kind of already said our. My, <laughs> but go ahead. My, go ahead. My, my well, my number two is Winter Soldier. What? I, Captain America Winter Soldier, incredible, incredible, incredible movie. And I said movie. I mean, not superhero film, nothing. It is an incredible spy film on James Bond level. And not to mention, it has the best elevator fight scene of anything ever in the history of ever. Absolutely love that scene. I will, I just I will let you take over. You say what you need to say. Obviously Infinity War my number 1, but I want to hear your your reasonings for Winter Soldier cuz I know you absolutely love that movie. Take it away. Winter Soldier is one of the best crafted movies I've ever seen. It takes you know everything about Captain America you love and reduces it down to its essence. Like, he's he's the man out of time. He's dealing with modern, you know, sensibilities and thoughts and government and, you know, and I don't, I can't exactly articulate, but is the this, movie where, is... Where does this rank on, on your all-time movie list? Like, this is on your all-time movie list, not just your top Marvel list. This is this is all-time for you, right? It, it's, it's pretty Up close. There. I mean, it is number one or number two. I mean, this movie has, I mean, like, the the, the kinetic knife fight, you know, from, from the moment they get off the freeway to the moment they're captured. Uh, fight on the helicarriers. Um... I mean, just everything about this movie. The and I just great, love it. Great film. Love um, it. I love mean, it. the acting in it. Yeah. Nick Fury. It, it, it's, uh, he, go ahead. You, he, here, here's what I'll say. You know, Winter Soldier does a great job. We we get introduced to Anthony Mackie, who is just incredible. He is. He doesn't have a huge role at that part in the film, but. He makes every scene count. Every scene with Anthony Mackie counts. Your your two dual leads being Scarlett Johansson and Chris Evans absolutely works together. The chemistry those two share, you can tell uh, 
you know, anybody that watches Marvel films know that those two great have great chemistry offset, apparently, as much as they do on set. They're they're great friends. They and that chemistry, that 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 stuff like that comes through in these films. I mean, like from the opening, the the on your left. I mean, we've I've actually oh, yeah. replayed that scene with my son at that location in front of the Lincoln Memorial. I mean, it's. Uh, it's such great character work, especially mm-hmm. with Anthony Mackie and Chris Evans. And then uh, Scarlett Johansson bouncing off of that. And then we're to, you know, the 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 ship fighting. And then to, well, you no, know, the, the triskeleton. Redford. Robert, Ro- Robert Redford. Redford's in this thing. And, you know, uh, Nick Fury and Cap are, you know... Uh, you know, give it to each other because there's a difference of opinion there. And he's debating, you know, what he should do. And, you know, just the uh, the scenes and the character work and uh, the, you know, the Winter Soldier. I, 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 I can't describe how right. well all this jives together. And it's just oh, yeah. such an enjoyable movie, and on the edge of your seat. And the the action is all out. They they the fight scenes they did they had to slow it down on camera because they were going so fast and were so dedicated to the, those parts. And just the amazing everything from like the 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 car chase with Nick Fury, and you know the Winter Soldier is like the most badass, you know, bad guy, cool in a movie. I mean, it's just, it's just, he's, you know, he never says a word except for like maybe a few in Russian told the end of the movie. And it's just terrifying. And, uh, the, you know, whenever Cap fights him, you know, that first on the rooftop and then, you know, they run into each other at the, at the, oh, it's just, I love this movie. I love this movie. This is my number one. Absolutely. Great movie. Incredible movie. Um, you know, I, I am not going to really expand on Infinity War. We we have discussed Infinity War. Well, it, it, it's I, just, I, I, I it, do it, want you to expand it, a little bit. Why number one with this one? It's got a lot. It hits on all the right notes for me to be in my number one position. It, it has incredible Spider-Man presence. So therefore, that that gives it a bump for me. Uh, you get Avengers versus Guardians, uh, another incredible scene for me. Y- you have Doctor Strange uh, interacting with other uh, Marvel characters for the first time. I love that. Uh, you you get, you know, Tony versus you know Stephen Strange. Uh, Tony seems to have a problem with people named Steve, uh, but. But, you know, those two personalities I've been wanting to see on the screen ever since, you know, you, you hear Benedict Cumberbatch is cast on as Doctor Strange. You're like, well, that's incredible. That, that, that means one of these days we will get to see Tony meet Stephen Strange. And you just instantly play through how those two personalities are going to interact or, you know, how volatile that will be. And yet they both find themselves in position where they're both really important to the, the 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 successfulness of this mission to to finding out what's going on and how they need to stop it and you know I, I love that I love the uh, we, we get an incredible scene we get stormbreaker scene we get the the Bifrost summoned from Stormbreaker, Thor lands on Earth, and he is there, and he is pissed. And it is one of the highest moments, you know, in the Marvel series. Note, we know it's followed by one of the lowest moments. But in that moment, when Thor lands, and he's got Groot, and he's he's got Rocket, it, it is... You're, you're so excited. You're like, here we are. You know, you, you got an idea of how it's going to end when you're sitting at theater. But at that moment, you're excited. And everything everything's incredible. I, I love it. Love it. Well, one love of my it. favorite things ever in that movie is the Doctor Strange versus Thanos fight. I mean, it's just pure comic craziness. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I mean, like, 
Thanos throws a black hole at Doctor Strange. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and like, Thanos throws a moon at Tony. And, uh, all that yeah. for a little drop of blood. Yeah, uh, incredible. Uh, now, incredible. logically, logically, maybe not the best movie. Because after the point Doctor Strange looks at the future, he's just going through the motions to get to to get to get the five-year-later part. Like, that's he sees all this before the... So he knows Star-Lord's going to do the stuff. So you're like, oh, really? Couldn't we have just stopped it there? There wasn't another way? That was going to fail? Okay. <laughs> all right, let's do it. Keep going. That's incredible. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Well, dude, I'm glad. I'm glad we did this. Uh, we've been needing to do this for a while. So my question uh, is: in, Did you have? Did enjoyable. you want to? Did you want to take any issue with any on my list? Were you like, what? No. Why is that no. there? Uh, you know that that whole middle ground and the lower end. Uh, I I know we we all love these films, and there's nothing that's absolute garbage. You know. Uh, it, Inhumans. Oh wait, that's not a movie. That's, that's a TV series. Yeah, that, that's it's pretty. If, I'm glad that's uh, where Marvel failed. If they're going to fail, please let it be Inhumans. Nobody cares about the Inhumans. Nobody ever cared about the Inhumans. They're just they're just there. <laughs> but I am so I'm so ready to see the future. You know, uh, not necessarily film 24, which is Black Widow, which I am very much excited to see. I am so ready to see Black Widow, and I'm kind of disappointed that we didn't get that on video on demand. <laughs> but, you know, I, I get it. I get it. it. It's all about making that G's. And that's fine. Uh, that That's honestly just fine. Uh, but I cannot wait to see these characters that we have 23 films of. We've, we've built a family. We've built... Uh, an audience, a billion-dollar movie audience. Wherever we go as a group, if we love your movie, a billion dollars. Bam, a billion dollars. That is incredible in, in the film industry. Incredible. And where the MCU goes next, I'm so excited. The The introduction of mutants, the introduction of Deadpool – you know, the, the thoughts that one of these days we could see Spidey and Deadpool on the screen. We're going to see Spidey and Venom on the screen. There might be a time that who knows you get to see RDJ mixed, mixed with, you know, go go all out. Are, are you ever going to see Tony, the Submariner, Professor X, T'Challa, all of them, you know, Reed Richards, all of them in the same room. Can that be a possibility? Absolutely. If these 23 films have taught us anything. Well, there was a bit, there was can, a little rumor today that uh, Stephen Yoon may be looked at for the Submariner if you didn't see that. I, I didn't see that. See, stuff like that. It, it's, it, it's an incredible 23 films. Incredible 23 films. I, I don't know any other thing that there's 23 of where I like all 23 of them. You know, there I can't name you 23 wrestle, wrestlers. I, I could probably name you 23 football players, but by the time I get to, like, number 15 and 16, I'm probably stretching, and they're just kind of okay. But these films, there's not a one of them that if somebody said, hey, man, I got a theater room, you want to come over and watch Incredible Hulk with me, which is my number 21 film? I'm not going to say no. You know, that you're going to go and view this in an incredible theater room. Like, there's nothing here that you would turn down watching with a friend because they're great films, incredible films, all of them. Exactly. Love it. I've already talked about uh, the Transformers Manga Volume 1. My Volume 2 came in mm -hmm. this week. And it nice, is just nice. as good, um, you know. Seeing great Japanese artists on on my favorite things is one of my favorite things. So uh, I was very happy with that. Um, I did get. I'll just go ahead and knock mine out. Um, I did get a few more comics. Uh, a guy that I bought comics from that I did talk about last week. He left some out. Uh, we reconciled that deal, and he got me uh, a bunch of Star Wars and X Men. Uh, like some old Marvel Star Wars was in that, and I was very happy with that. And uh, a couple X Men I didn't have, so that's fine. And um, that was that was pretty much it. Besides, we bought Scoob and watched it. Nice, 
I'm, I'm excited to see it. Uh, I'll probably wait till next weekend. Uh, I believe it, it's Michelle's work weekend, and we always do like a movie. Jackson and I set up the house like a theater and stuff. So, uh, Scoob will probably be a next weekend uh, movie for us. Gotcha. Uh, this week, I did finally get uh, shipping has been delayed. I got uh, Dragon Ball: A Visual History. Uh, a book that I had ordered seriously minutes before we recorded a podcast a couple of weeks ago because I found it online. I got it in. It is 240 pages of everything from Dragon Ball through Dragon Ball Super, uh, broken down by the year of release. I, I am seriously considering buying another one just so that I can cut the pages out and frame them. It, it's it's awesome. I if you're a Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super fan, totally worth the twenty bucks just for the artwork that is in there. I highly recommend it. Um, if you actually want to see it, uh, probably tomorrow or let's see. This is we're recording on a Sunday, so hopefully by Tuesday of this coming week, uh, I should have on in my garage. There is an unboxing video uh, recorded. It's all edited and rendered. I just got to upload it. As soon as it's uploaded, you'll be able to see the uh, the book and see make your own choice. But and definitely that, uh, check out. Uh, exactly. What? Thinking about ordering two, I, I did the exact same thing with the Transformers Legacy book. It is so beautiful. I had to have... I bought two in case something happened to one because I, I have several uh, art books that, you know, over the years one has gotten lost or, you know, something right. got damaged. So I've I've actually got two of a couple of those just just for that reason nice that's awesome that's such a great idea i love it speaking of which i one of these days i need to uh need to figure out what what did we ever do with the gundam wing book do you still have that do i have that at my house i don't know uh give me just one second i'm right here oh one second hold on hold one on second. all right all right Yep, it was when is with standing up arms reach. I can see it right now. Nice, that is awesome. All right, all right. Let's let's wrap up this episode, my friend. Um, you know, you can find me on social media. My Instagram's becoming relatively uh, active right now, so that is at Maynard ninety eight on Instagram. Uh, don't forget to hit us up on send us an email, not so southern gentleman at gmail .com. Ricky, where can they find you? You can find me at Ricky Westbrook on Twitter. You can search Not So Southern Gentleman on Facebook. You can find Not So Southern Gentleman on Instagram. Sean, I'm done. That's that's about it, my friend. For Not So Southern Gentleman, I'm Sean. I'm Ricky. Y'all have a good one.